prioritizing your wellness, your well-being, your energy, having boundaries, having that support system in place to be able to reach out if something is going wrong or if you're not feeling that great to be able to pick you up and help propel you forward. So important. If you're ready to say yes to your wealthiest and most abundant life, overflowing bank accounts, and a deep sense of inner fulfillment, well, then you are definitely in the right place. Welcome to the Girl Unfiltered podcast. I'm your host, Helena Grace Donald, and I'm a money mindset expert, success, and business coach. But really, all you need to know is that I am obsessed with helping women feel safe and in total flow around money. So let's do this. Well, hello, and welcome to a very cozy version of the Girl Unfiltered podcast. We are sat in my living room at the dining table. We both have a glass of rosé, the fireplace is on, the Christmas tree is up, and I have a very special guest in front of me, Maggie Collette from none other than Think Like a Boss. Welcome. Thank you. Can you believe that we are actually recording this in person? I know. It's so much more special. And as I was saying to you as we were getting ready for this, is I just want the listeners to literally feel like they're sitting here having a glass of wine with us because how many times do we go out (laughs) and have these most amazing conversations um have like just amazing experiences and like connect on a soulful level and I'm like we need to be recording this yes Yes, and here we are. We're finally doing it. And we have the wine here as well. I know, I know. And dinner will be in the oven in a little bit. I might have to pause the podcast for that. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously, I'm sure you've guessed by now, but Maggie is in LA, physically in LA, which is amazing. It's your second time in LA, actually, over the last few months. Yeah. So tell us about that in itself. Oh my goodness. Well, this time around, my trip's slightly different because I flew out here for a retreat and I've just finished kind of four days on the retreat lots of breakthroughs it is kind of like the first real in-person event I've been to since pre-covid so it's been amazing being able to connect with like-minded women in person and just to get to know everyone on a much deeper level and to chat business and really kind of map out the plans for 2022 and beyond. Um, So this has been a very different trip. When I was here a couple of months ago, that was still business focused, but more having, you know, meetings and with potential clients and going out lots and having lots lots of nice dinners out. Yeah. We uh, went to a rooftop bar and you experienced your first LA earthquake. That's how much we shook the town up. (laughs) I did. I did. And it's amazing because I only have a couple of days left now, but I feel like I've just not stopped. I feel like I haven't really had a moment to myself. But it's been amazing to be back here. Right now, we're looking at the skyline. We can see, you know, Hollywood in front of us. And I just feel so blessed to be out here. And that kind of the world is, you know, opening up again and that we're able to travel again. Yeah, it's a blessing to know that my friends or my family can come out here now because that's not been the case for a while. But because I know we were talking about this and I think it's a really interesting, like, 
when you first came out to LA, because mm-hmm. obviously we haven't had a conversation on the podcast about this. So they may yeah. not know what they mean, what you think, what you mean about the difference. Like yeah. what was your energy like that trip? What were you manifesting? What were you experiencing versus what it is that you're experiencing now? Cause I think it's really interesting yeah. to dive into that. My goodness, such a shift. So when I arrived in kind of mid to late September, I felt so, I was just on a whole other magnetic playing field. I felt so electric, so high vibe. You know, the borders hadn't yet opened and it had been a real struggle for me to get entry into the US. I managed to get a special visa and I was like, yes, I'm like over here before the world has opened up. And that trip was really about reconnecting myself kind of Mm. with my vision seeing friends, you know, catching up with you and other friends as well. Whereas this trip has been very, very different. I'd say this trip has actually been quite heavy. And I think more because I've been in an environment where I have been surrounded by like-minded women, but we have had the opportunity to really go raw and really go deep into our businesses. And, you know, the last 18 months to two years, it hasn't been easy. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, in 2020, so many people's businesses grew astronomically, myself included, as I know has yours did too. Yeah. But this year, it's almost been, I feel like this has been a very different year to the one that I thought it would be. And don't get me wrong, incredible things have happened. But there's also been a lot of stretch and there's been a lot of challenge. And as you're breaking through to your next level, ladies, like this actually is very, very normal. Mm -hmm. It is uncomfortable. You're suddenly playing on a whole other level and things do get more amplified. So I've definitely had incredible breakthroughs while I've been here. Energetically, I'm feeling like I very much need to recharge and reset. We've just had an eclipse. It's just been the new moon as well. And I've been taking on other people's energy as well. So as we start to wind down towards Christmas, I'm definitely going to be taking more time out for me. But equally, I have so much clarity on what I want out of my business going forwards. That's amazing. What I want from 2022. And I think, you know, when we look at our business plans and we set goals, it's kind of quite short-term focused. It's like, okay, this is the plan for this week or this is the plan for this month. And we're all here to not only build a business and a sustainable business, but to leave a legacy, you know. Oh, for sure. We have such important work to do on this planet. And coming into this, now this is a subject which came up not just for me, but for lots of us over the last week. It's actually the subject of imposter syndrome. It was, you know, going into these events with other women who are absolutely killing it in their field, which is amazing. And they are such an inspiration. But I definitely had that question pop up that was like, okay, am I meant to be here? Do do I deserve my seat at the table? And fast forward five days, I'm like, absolutely I do. But I had to go through my own shifts to get to that point over the last few days so and I think that imposter syndrome is a big one on every level but we only really talk about it or people think you only experience it maybe at the beginning of your business Mm. before you 
have really got your what do you say feet off the ground yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> say that in my head and I'm like that is a phrase isn't it um, yes <laughs> because we all experience it at the beginning of business yeah. it's like holy crap like I you know I'll never forget my first coach who was your coach telling you what we could charge as coaches and I was like oh my god like massive imposter syndrome mm. but what was interesting is that it came up so massively for you energetically and mm. physically right before going into this mastermind and I think it's an important reminder for anyone who's experiencing it not to say oh my god oh crap like imposter syndrome is never going to go away mm. no just so that we can normalize it yeah just so that you know that you're not alone in that and that we do go through it at every single level yeah and I think it, there's some really interesting energetics in that because it's even what we were talking about at the bar on Friday about the energetics of money yeah it's like energetically you on some level had ma like magnified what you thought their energy was going to mm. be at or what you thought their level was yeah. instead of thinking they're real women they're human beings yeah. we're all the same yes. we're all like literally yes. moving through it yeah but because you perceive it as being yeah. further ahead yeah. you feel like you're behind and it's the same it's like with my clients it's like well you think 10k is maybe easy or you've normalized that at this point to make that because you know it's possible for you but you've made 500k mm -hmm. seem so far ahead mm -hmm. and it's and yet you could energetically completely make it the same when you change the energetics of what it means to you and then you call it in so it's just interesting playing around with that yeah because we can have it at every single level so like how is that manifesting as thoughts and feelings within you I think so in the literally the day of me kind of going into the retreat I was not well like physically, physically yeah physically I was really sick to the point where I thought oh my god am I gonna have to go to hospital um and interestingly I actually had a session that was already booked in with my healer and I'm gonna give her a shout out here her name is Lottie otherwise known as Charlotte and I'd had that booked in a couple of weeks earlier because I knew I was coming out. And because of the eight hour time zone difference with the UK, I was like, it was the only start I could get in. And it was at 8.45 in the morning, jumped on a call with her, very almost cancelled on her because I was not in a good place. And then I jumped on a call with her, just kind of had a purge, like had a bit of a meltdown, was in floods of tears. And an hour later, so we talked it through. She did some Reiki healing on me and she did some angelic healing on me. And after the call, I just felt like a completely different person. Like so much had shifted for me. And what I was experiencing in the morning had pretty much disappeared. Now, interestingly, when I went into the retreat later on that afternoon, I wasn't the only one who had been through something similar. And I actually, some of the other girls were like, oh my God, I had my energy healer on speed dial this morning. <laughs> I had a session as well because I was trying to shift imposter syndrome. And it was so fascinating hearing their stories and kind of a reminder as well that actually, okay, this isn't just me. This is, everyone is kind of moving through it. So it doesn't matter what stage you're at in your business, whether you are new into business, whether you've been in business for years, but as you're breaking through and trying to step up, which for me was going into this retreat with women who, you know, are already playing at a much higher playing field, 
then actually they're going through the exact same thing as me too. Mm-hmm. So please remember, like it doesn't matter how you perceive someone to be ultimately as well. We're all just human beings. Yeah. And if we do feel any kind of stress or anxiety, or if we're worried about something, if you're not doing anything to shift it, it is going to manifest into something physical. So yeah, so I just want to, I thought I'd share that with yeah. everyone because I think it's just, And and reminding yourself that, you know, now that you've come out of it, you obviously have a completely different perspective on that than when you're going in. So what has your takeaway been that maybe we could help accelerate someone else's journey to get there? Yeah, is that it doesn't matter where you're at. If you are a high achiever, which, you know, everyone listening to this podcast will be, you all have dreams, you all have goals, you all have ambitions. Like you have to continuously be not just working it's not it doesn't really become about working on your business anymore it becomes about working on yourself because ultimately you can have the best product and you can have the best programs in the world but what is going to draw people to you is going to be you it's going to be your energy and if your energy is not on point you are not going to be able to sell and make the impact that you want to be making so prioritizing your wellness your well-being, your energy, having boundaries, having that support system in place mm-hmm. to be able to reach out if something is going wrong or if you're not feeling that great to be able to pick you up and help propel you forwards is so important. Literally my biggest takeaway from this year <laughs> is that and I want to talk about that because you we sped past it and I'm like we're circling back to that is you talked about the difference between 2020 and 2021 yeah. mm-hmm. and I haven't other than us having private conversations yeah. unless I'm sure they're out there but I haven't heard other people talk about it the way that we necessarily have and yeah and we both experienced it and I think it's just really important for us all to be really open and honest so people know that they're not alone in their feelings mm. hence the girl unfiltered podcast and I know for you and me at the beginning of 2020 when everything started to shift and change in the world I very much, and I know you did too, took it on board to be like, okay, this is my mission now. This yeah. is my moment to stand even more in my power, to help more, to show up with even more value. It actually accelerated things for me. It didn't slow me down. Mm-hmm. And I rode that wave of energy and momentum and total abundance. Yeah. And that, like I expected to bring that into 2021. And you know what? When I think about it, literally the reality of it is I have Mm -hmm. but my energy has been different to what I expected it to be Mm -hmm. the expectations coming into this year versus ending this year yeah could not be more different (laughs) have you experienced that too oh yeah definitely a thousand percent and I think what I've become increasingly conscious of is the need to protect my energy more and more and you know girls as you do start to grow as you grow your audiences as you grow your client bases as you start to become seen more and more as the go-to within your niche within your industry like people do want a piece of you people do want to tap into that energy people do want you on you know on their to do lives with them to collaborate with them and you'll find yourself saying yes to opportunities because of course you know you want to be making an impact as much as you possibly can but 
also you cannot say yes to everything. Otherwise you will get to the point where you start burning out. And burnout is not a fun place to be. And what you don't want is you don't want your business killing you either. Mm. And it, well, it comes to the point, I think, I think there are different phases in your business. Like there's the yes phase and there's yeah. the, the time where you ride the wave and you're like, holy crap, everything I'm dreaming of is manifesting and it's flowing. And you know, you just get that moment where everything starts clicking. And I do believe in riding that wave. Yeah. But we've ridden that wave. Yeah. We've already done that. And yeah. then comes the point of sustainability. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you shift from riding that wave to the sustainability part, it requires a whole new version of you. Yeah. And like, I just got goosebumps saying that because that's been my experience of 2021 is like, oh shit moments. Okay. Why is this happening? Yes. yes. What the hell is going on? And it's required it's been dark at times, but mm-hmm. it's it's required a lot of internal investigation. And I think you've been going through that too. So like what has 20, like what has been, I suppose my question is the expectation versus the reality. Like how have those two differed for you? I think because in 2020, like the one thing that I just really experienced across the board, which I think most people did was massive growth. Okay. Both yeah financially in terms of what the size of my community growing my following and I went I came into 2021 thinking okay I'm just gonna leverage from that and skyrocket from that even further and pretty much from from day one which no one knew at the time but on the 1st of January 2021 I was already going through my first drama of the year which was a legal nightmare with Instagram I didn't know what was going to happen And for me, I've definitely, I've encountered lots of different challenges from, you know, legal matters to dealing with copycats, to dealing with stalkers, to like the other side of business that people either don't really experience so much or don't talk about. And that has been energetically draining. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I've spent more time dealing with things that just, uh, you know, so very different than actually focusing on pushing my business forward. So this year, there has been times where I've thought, why is this happening? However, I have lent back into that trust of, I know whatever happens is happening for my highest good. And I know that I'm going to be able to teach from that. And I know that this is going to save so many other women in business. It's either going to shave years off their journey or it's going to help them ensure that they've got their shit together and that the same thing can't happen to them. So I'm definitely walking away with so much more appreciation and respect for myself in knowing that if I've been through all of this this year, I can get through anything. And I've been through it for a reason because I am strong enough and I am able to teach from that going forward. So it's definitely not been the year I thought it would be. (laughs) However, I know the year isn't over yet. You know, we've still got a few weeks left, but I must say I am really excited about 2022 because Mm. I feel like I needed to go through everything I went through this year to almost be able to really, you know, bounce off into Mm -hmm. 2022 and just take a huge giant leap again and just really fucking go for it. I feel that for you massively. I feel like what you've been through, it felt like one thing after the other for you. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like 
it all had to happen this year because you, you don't have time for it next <laughs> yeah. year or something like it's just it can't happen again next year it's yeah. done it's it's you've done it and you're going to be moving to LA I'm manifesting that too so it's going to be a completely different experience probably yeah yeah I'm really curious if you could what would you say are your three biggest lessons from this year so far okay three biggest lessons number one definitely protect yourself and I mean that in so many different ways I mean legally ladies you know if you have a name for your business if you have product names ensure that you are legally protected and you're not using someone else's trademark because otherwise that can shut you down you Mm. know so protect yourself also energetically speaking as well ensure that you have time and space to just be and to just breathe and please know that it is okay to say no to people you do not need to be the yes person so protecting yourself energetically and actually the more successful you get correct me if I'm wrong Mm -hmm. don't you think that you say yes way less often yeah you do you do and you do become firmer with your boundaries but you also learn the hard way because initially you'll say yes to lots of things and then afterwards you might feel like you're burnt out and you're thinking oh my god why did I say yes to that I'm exhausted Mm -hmm. so you will find yourself saying yes kind of less frequently So number one lesson in relation to protection. Can I just pause that? Because I think there'll be people listening at different stages of their business. And Mm. I think there are people at the beginning of their business who might be like, well, I can't afford a lawyer or I'm not at that stage yet. Or what does that look like? Versus somebody like you or even Mm. like me who are like, okay, I do have a lawyer now. What would you suggest for somebody at the beginning stage versus maybe where you're at now? Okay, ensure like even things like going through a trademark application yeah. process, you know, in the UK costs £175 to file the, to apply and file for a trademark. That £175 could cost you thousands if you are accidentally stepping on someone else's toes and then they issue you with a cease and desist. So there are ways for you to do things yourself. There's also things like incredible legal templates out there that can support you to protect your business so that you have contracts in place or you have agreements in place with clients so you don't need to hire a lawyer at the uh, in the early stages of business I made the mistake so like you know you're giving advice to people at the beginning I did it the opposite way around and I'm saying this because I'm like don't do what I did where at the very beginning of me getting Girl Unfiltered Trademark, I did hire a legal team and like a very expensive legal team because that's what I thought I needed to do. And it was not. And I mean, I spent thousands, like unnecessarily on that. And that was a really great lesson because actually what's amazing is there are platforms out there. There are even people that you can find on Instagram or online who specialize in the industry we're in, who can do a template for you, who can write something up for you. You don't at the beginning, need to be doing what I was doing. Yeah, but it's amazing, isn't it? It's like, we all, we all learn we all the learn. hard way, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> we definitely learn the hard way. Okay, so lesson number one is definitely about protection. Lesson number two is you don't need all the bells and whistles to Ooh. be able to sell your products or your services. So quite often we can almost get drawn into the, oh, I need this funnel and I need the landing pages and I need the website and I need to pay for ads and I need email marketing and all of the things. And actually the two things that are going to sell your product or your service, number one 
is what kind of result or transformation that it's that product or service is going to help your ideal client with but number two more importantly it's actually you and your energy okay so yes having websites sales pages all of the back end is a nice to have but you do not need it you can quite comfortably grow a six multi-six I even know seven figure entrepreneurs who don't have websites and have still are still bringing in you know that level of income you don't need it all so please like kind of always think that less is more because it it really really is so lesson number two is you don't need all of the bells and whistles I love that and I'd probably say lesson number three as well is really focused on your people and your community because ultimately everyone's here to make an impact and everyone's here to create some form of freedom whether it's time freedom or financial freedom ultimately you need people in order to run a business because you need to make sales okay Mm -hmm. now what we're not very good at is actually nurturing people I went to an event Mm -hmm. a few months ago that was run by Taki Moore and he said we're terrible at nurturing So sometimes people will have an offer and they'll have a chat with their community in the DM. Someone says no, they then just ignore that person. Right, yeah. And it might be a no at that point in time. It doesn't mean it's going to be a no in two or three months' time. So I like to say it's not no, it's not now. Exactly, exactly. It's just a not now. So your people and your community are everything to growing your business Mm. because without them, you don't have a business. So please look at that as though you're building relationships. Don't look at your community with the dollar signs, okay? Look at your community as a way to build real, genuine human connections. Mm -hmm. Start a conversation in the same way that you might go to a party, like to a dinner party and you might not know anyone. You're not just going to go straight in there and try and pitch them, you know? You're going to say, hey, you know, I'm Helena or I'm Maggie. Like, this is me. This is what I do. Like, who are you? We'd love to get to know you better. And just see it as a conversation. And that one conversation over time will then grow into two conversations. It will then grow to five to 10. And at some point, that person is likely to buy from you. It might be after a week. It might be after a year. But please ensure that you, number one, are focused on building and connecting and having you know real relationships with people and number two continue to nurture your audience what are some of the key ways that you do that in your business because I know you're great at this and you never ever ever and I'm allergic to it give out like sleazy or salesy energy like we're so not here for that and you can feel that from people when they're cold DMing I know both of us preach that is not the way to do business but I'm asking, honestly, for personal reasons, I'm fascinated how everyone does it because you also said protect your energy and you also said have boundaries. Yeah. And if I really nurtured everyone in my community, my husband would be pissed off because I'd always be on my phone. Yeah. Like, how do you, how do you do that in a balanced way is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it comes down to being super intentional. So like once a month, I will put up some kind of poll on Instagram and it's usually on a Monday. And I'll put some kind of fun poll up and I'll be like, hey, you know, how's everyone feeling today? Like option one, having a great day so far. Option two could be better. 
Or I might go in and say, oh, I'm going to be leaving some voice notes today. If you would love a personalized voice note from me, vote below. So I will then dedicate like an hour of my day on that Monday afternoon. And I'll just jump in and I'll leave one voice note. Okay, I'll leave one voice note. I'll just wish them a great day. I'll say it's lovely to connect with them. Thanks for being part of my community. And I'll say something empowering at the end. And I'll just say, please remember, you know, you've got this. You're amazing. Keep going. And then the messages I get off the back of that are then such lovely messages. Now, I don't do this every day. I'll do something like this once a month, but I'll have built up maybe anywhere between 30 to 50 new connections mm. by being intentional on that first Monday of the month. Okay. I love that. And as I said, I'm not going in and doing it every single day. I have a very healthy relationship with social media. Um, Which is something that actually is something people would not expect from you. Yes. So please speak into that because I think people think, oh my God, Maggie's the queen of Instagram. Mm-hmm. She must be on Instagram all the time. And I think a lot of people put pressure on themselves yeah. to always be doing that. And actually you have really good boundaries. Oh, so good. Like on average, the average person spends 150 minutes a day on Instagram. Okay, 150. Wait, I'm doing the math. So that's 60 minutes is an hour. (laughs) Two hours. Two and a half. Two and a half hours. Yeah. Took me a second to get there. The average person. (laughs) And I remember being on on some of my client calls a few weeks ago with some of my group coaching clients. And I asked the question, did a round table. I said, right, girls, like, be honest. How long do you believe you spend on Instagram every day? And it was just when the research had been published. And we went round and some people were like 60 minutes. And then one of the girls said, honestly, I think consciously, intentionally 60 minutes, but I think scrolling unintentionally another two hours. Yeah. And I was like, there you go. Yeah. There you go. I know I unintentionally scroll and I do do that to distract myself sometimes. And I'm, but I'm aware of it. Yeah. (laughs) I am aware that I do that, but you're right because you are taking action from an intentional place that when you are on there and you are messaging people, it comes from a very intentional place. Whereas we think maybe we're on Instagram a lot. How could we possibly like, this is thought when I'm hearing you say that, I'm like, how could I do more? But actually if I was intentional on a, on a, like, I, please, if you get messages from me, please know I am intentional with what I'm sending <laughs> you. I'm so intentional that that's why I think I couldn't do more, but it's yeah. actually because the rest of the 50% of the time, I'm probably not being intentional. And I'll put yeah. my hands up and say that. Yeah. And, lo- and lots of people, like pretty much everyone is in the same boat. Okay. So I already know, like I know on Mondays and Tuesdays, I'm not really on Instagram much Mm. at all because it's my busiest call days and I don't have time. So I might not even have time to load stories up or if I do, it will be the the odd couple. So you don't see me talking on my feed, on my stories every single day because I don't have the time to do that. You will see me show up in some way, shape or form, but some days I will quite literally go in, I will be on there for 10 minutes and I'm out. Okay, there'll be other days where I'm on there for an hour. Mm. I don't respond to comments every single day. I respond to comments on the days where my diary is that much lighter. Yeah. So again, I know already if I look at my week, I know pretty much which are going to be the days where I spend a little bit more time just engaging and which are the days where I spend five minutes. And do you put that in your calendar? Yeah, in my calendar, in my calendar always. I have a rough idea of what kind of time I'm going to post. 
And also my main priority when I go into Instagram is actually my DMs. Now, clients know for the most part, not to DM me because we have other an, an, a different form of communication. So they know that if they DM me, it's for more personal stuff. It's like, you know, they might be liking a Zara haul that I've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might be commenting that I'm out in LA. But if it's something that's, you know, business related, they will either contact me through a Facebook group or through Voxer. However, my DMs are where I'm also having ongoing conversations with my community or with people who might be inquiring about my products or services. So I always go in and check my DMs first. I have the two different folders. One folder is almost like the friends folder. The other folder is more kind of, you know, any leads or inquiries. And did you create the folder? Can you do that? It's well, it's more the you can't change the names, but it's the primary folder and then the general folder. Which can I just say? It was only a week ago that I even knew that there was a general folder. What? No way! How did this not come up? I in don't. Lab? I thought no, no, it wasn't a. Th- I don't think it was even a thing. I did the first round of Glab, which yeah, is yeah. her. Um, can I say the name? Yeah. Can I say it? <laughs> Hopefully, Instagram's not this thing. Brown like a boss. I'm like, am I doing something illegal right now? That's part of the lesson that Maggie learned. Yeah, which has now been renamed to Grow Like a Boss. There we go. There's a reason behind it. Um, I don't think it was even a thing to talk about then. I don't even know if that at that point, I don't even know if there were two folders. I swear to God, I was in the car, Ray was driving, and I was like, hang on, let me. <laughs> Click on this general folder, see what's in there. So do you have all your messages in one folder? I think I do. Oh my God, how do you navigate that? That's why I'm I'm asking you how you do it, because I wake up to however many DMs. Oh my God, okay, that would... Okay, so with the primary and the general, so the primary is like the first one. Yeah. I actually have the primary as non-clients. Like me, like I'm in primary. No, you're in general. No, because general is my important folder. Oh, it's just okay. the names, Instagram, it's a shame okay. I can't edit the name. So general for me is like the VIP folder. Okay, okay. okay. I'm so like general. General okay. is the middle folder, which is anyone who I is a client or anyone who is a friend. Right. Then the third folder is the requests, which is yes. like the spam yeah. or people who are who you want. Yeah, follow I know about that folder. <laughs> and then the first one is people for me, it's people who maybe regram my stories or who might respond to something who maybe I'm having some kind of conversation with but they're not a client and I also flag people so if I flag them with the orange flag that for me is and I feel like you're looking at me like how what the heck is this flag I'm like (laughs) I know that there's a flag thing but I like never the thought would have never crossed my mind to even utilize that and this is why you're the queen of Instagram like my mind is blown right now (laughs) I love that so what I do with the orange flag is anyone who's inquired about working with me Genius. or I'm having an ongoing conversation with, I orange flag them so that when I go in and check my DMs on a daily basis, if someone with an orange flag has messaged me, I will go into that conversation. Oh and my God, this is how our brains work differently. I'm just a very like fly by the seat <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to more of my messages at some point but oh my god that's actually such a good I bet I bet you though so many people listening to this are like holy crap that's an amazing thing to do is you flag your important conversations yeah yeah because I, you have to prioritize and you know yeah. there are days where I might log in and I've got 10 messages there are days where I'll log in I might have 100 messages it also depends on am I launching something have I 
you know, opened up a conversation and it, I'm not going to lie, DMs can, in the past, they have been incredibly overwhelming for me. Mm. So this is why I am very intentional. Otherwise, I could spend all day on the platform, but I don't want to spend all day on the platform and I don't need to. As long as you're intentional, you're showing up, you're giving value, you're sharing your message with the world that's enough yeah and you would never oh we should never say never but I know you don't outsource any of your Instagram no no, and how do you feel about that I like that I I mean if I'm being completely honest and you know this is my own ego talking here but I don't believe that anyone could run my account to the level I've got it to like Mm. I can Mm. and I remember having outsourced it with my old brand you know this was over well over three years ago three and a half years ago now I had never felt so disconnected Mm. and you you know part of building a business is building connections and being a human being so after that I was like okay I'm I'm not outsourcing this again Mm. like this has to be me so and it's also your zone of genius and and also for me it brings me so much joy so I would much rather outsource other things which I know you do the reason I'm saying that is I don't want think people to think well I can do this and this and this and this really well in my business so I should never outsource it yeah that's not what we're saying yeah Mm -hmm. like we receive and give so much value and love for example podcasting or yeah being on our social media it's always if you're interacting on there it's me or it's you yeah literally directly yeah but there are areas in our business that we certainly do outsource even though we can do it well yes Yes, because you can't do everything. Like you also want to be thinking about what is going to bring you an ROI, like a return on investment. Ultimately, what is going to bring us the greatest ROI is either us showing up and coaching and mentoring our clients or it's jumping on sales calls. Mm. So if there's an activity that you're thinking about doing yourself, but you could hire and pay someone $30 an hour to do versus you jumping on a call us on doing a sales call or a discovery call with someone that could bring you anywhere between $500 to $5,000, you're much better off outsourcing the activity where you pay someone $30 an hour because you're investing your time into that conversation that could generate, you know, you thousands. Mm. Yeah. And seeing as we're talking about Instagram and you are the queen of Instagram, curious, how do you feel Instagram or should I say the social media world? Maybe we should Mm. focus on Instagram has changed over 2021. Goodness. It shifted massively. I just, and it's actually quite scary because it's something that, you know, I get alerts when stuff changes. So I get alerts every single day across social media. I read, there's a certain time in the day that I allocate to actually reading about the updates so that I know that I'm up to date and also I can communicate that to clients. But, you know, there has been a massive shift, especially this past year, you know, since, I mean, TikTok's been around a few years now, but video is becoming increasingly more prominent. Obviously, Instagram Reels, um, we're seeing more of a shift towards short form video content and that's only just going to be amplified going into 2022. So yes, the social media space is pivoting. What got you to this point is not what's going to get you to the next point. So if right now you're looking at your social media accounts or your Instagram accounts and you're getting frustrated and you're thinking, you know, stuff isn't moving, it's not shifting, I'm not growing, ask yourself, 
Are you posting the same type of content now that you were posting two years ago? Mm. And if so, something has to change because we live in a very different world now. So just something for you to all think about and also look towards shifting to more short form content, especially in the form of video. Wow. So not just short form video content, but short form captions or... Yeah, I mean, there's this big, massive debate because there's definitely numerous different publications I've read where on some publications they'll say, long copy, it's the most powerful, it's the most effective. And then there's other publications that say people don't have time to read big, long essays. Like, keep it short, keep it sweet, keep it straight to the point. And personally, I don't really have time to read long copy captions. That's not to say I don't ever. I do from time to time. But I am more of a, okay, you can communicate your message in a shorter and more concise way and we live in a world now where people are strapped for time like Mm. we feel more strapped for time now than we ever did before Mm. if you want to go viral on a platform on reels for instance you want your reel to be between seven to nine seconds like that is nothing you can't really fit much in within that that you know within that time period But it also goes back to the less is more. Don't be cramming a million different messages into your reels. Just have one powerful Mm -hmm. message. You know, use trending music if that's what you want to use and let it go and just press publish and and see what happens. So, yeah, we have definitely shifted and it feels like we're getting busier. and We don't have enough time to do all the things that we want to do. So strip it back. And for the person that's wondering how they then communicate their value or you know we are businesses pitch products in an aligned way if they're peeling it back I think I know what you're going to say to this but what would the answer be to that then they're just you know using short form I mean you know there's other forms of short form video such as like stories stories is the best and stories and dms is the best way to sell your services and to sell your products so you don't need to do 10 video stories of you speaking You could do three stories that are more text-based, which communicate the exact same message over the course of three stories that you would do over the course of 10 stories. DMs, again, just having those conversations with your community, checking in with them from time to time, asking them how they're getting on, you know, asking them what their struggles are. So yeah, that's my recommendation in relation to that. I know we meant to still be using our hashtags. Like, what the hell is going on with hashtags? (laughs) I mean, you know, the world has definitely seen a massive dip in reach. Just in general, like, the space is constantly evolving. There isn't just one algorithm. So many different factors that go into it. Hashtags are important, but ultimately, the most important thing is your content. It's your powerful content. And, you know, I'm going to use you as a great example you know, earlier this week, I don't know if you've talked about this no, on I the podcast yet. I haven't, I haven't recorded a podcast episode since it happened. So so earlier this week, um, you know, you got regrammed by Chloe Kardashian. No. And no. we were looking at your insights, we were looking at your analytics, and we were looking at the hashtags as well. And, I, and there wasn't that much of a reach on the hashtags, but it didn't matter because your content was so powerful yeah. that it even came on the feed, you know, on Chloe Kardashian's explore page. She loved your quote. She regrammed it to all of her, her audience. And we saw the domino effect of that. Massive domino effect. And it, it went viral. I mean, I, even after it disappeared off of her feed, mm. 
I was still getting traction from yeah. it because so many people were sharing it. Yeah. Over at this point, I think over 1200 people have shared it on their Instagram, which for me, for my account is viral. And it just shows because that post, that post had been posted three to four days prior yeah. to her finding it, mm-hmm. which means that if your captions, if your quotes, if what you're sharing is valuable, yeah. it will get noticed yeah. at some point. Yeah. It's not always, and you also can't second guess it. You can't deter, predetermine that. Yeah. Just make sure that you're on some level being consistent with the power of that. So you're prepared for that to happen. Yeah. And like I said, you know, it goes back to the content. Yeah. Create powerful content. You will reach the right people. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I don't want to just talk about Instagram. And I know that we're going to, funny thing is we're going to wrap up, we're going to eat and then I'm going to be interviewed by Mandy. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a full on podcasting night, but I love talking about manifestation and you are a very magical energy and you're a very powerful manifester. And I have two interesting questions for you because this is something that I've been reflecting on for myself. Yeah. My first question, I don't know which one to ask first. Okay. My first question is what is something from 2021 that you set out Mm -hmm. to manifest Mm -hmm. that maybe you didn't manifest or it didn't turn out the way that you wanted it to, but it came with a lesson or an experience? Ooh. (laughs) So what is something I wanted to manifest this year that didn't manifest, but came with a lesson or an experience? Oh, great question. (laughs) (laughs) At the moment, I'm thinking about everything I have manifested. And that's going to be my Um, second question. But the reason I'm asking that is because I've experienced that this Mm. year. And we are powerful manifestors, but sometimes things are manifesting in ways we can't predetermine. And I do think 2021 has been the year of unexpectedness. Mm. So I'm just curious, was there something that you... Yeah, do you know what? I would actually say, and this is kind of slightly, it is business related, but it's not think like a boss business related. And in, to be honest, this is something that I've been trying to manifest for the last couple of years. And it's actually been the sale of um, some of my properties. Mm. And there's this one flat that I own that's in London. It's a great flat. I spent some incredible years there. And it's, I've been trying to sell it on and off for the last five years. And I was convinced that this was going to be the year. Mm. And I was already pre-planning almost what was going to happen off the back of that sale. Um, so that I could, you know, travel a lot more and just have a, that bit more freedom. And that's that has still not happened. And there's been moments where I've been really frustrated thinking, but it's such a bargain. It's such a steal. It's a great location. It's very close to the city. And I'm like, why isn't this sold yet? Like, Mm. what is wrong? And I've, again, had to lean back into that trust of it's not the right time and that's okay. And it will sell when it sells. And I'm going to take it off the market after Christmas and not have it on the market for a number of months. And we'll see what happens in 2022. So it's leaning back into the everything's always happening for your highest good. I also feel like the universe still wants me to have a foot, a bolt hole in London, Mm. which is why it's not been sold yet. So yeah, that's an example of something that I just felt so sure on that Mm. would sell and it hasn't, it hasn't, well, that it would manifest and it hasn't yet. And we'll see what evolves from that because I'm sure 
it's going to happen for your highest good on some yeah. level. Yeah, it will do. So with that being said, what is something that you have manifested? Okay, I'd probably say one of the most exciting things that has manifested that was on my board back in 2019 was being invited to Necker Island. Oh, yeah. To, um, to Sir Richard Branson's island in the Caribbean. It's a private island. And it was back, it was just off the back of relaunching the pod, my podcast show at the end of April, where I was connected with someone. I jumped on a call with her. It was kind of a bit of an interview to see if I would be the right fit to join this elite mastermind. Um, I got accepted. We were actually supposed to go to NECA in September, but because of COVID, it's now been delayed to September 2022. But I am still almost in awe that I managed to manifest that within two years because at the time, back in 2019, I was like, oh, this is going to take at least between five to 10 years. And it hasn't. It's come about much quicker than that. And I am really excited about that. And I'm connected with some incredible women. And I can't wait for that experience to happen in you know in nine months time that's amazing for it being on your vision board yeah whether whether rituals that you did to help you or did you just know that was on your path at some point and you surrendered to when that would be yeah I knew back in 2019 you know I was still very very new into business I still didn't really have my shit together so I knew it wasn't going to happen then but it was almost on like the five to ten year vision And in kind of the beginning of Q2 of this year, I was in this really incredible state of just magic and things manifesting. And when I got the call, I was like, well, of course I'm being invited into this. This is just who I am now. This is just the level that I play at. Um, So it wasn't something I was actively manifesting. It was there in the background. I knew it would happen at, at some point. And I've just really focused on my mission and my vision. And whilst, yes, there has been challenges and stretches this year, it has made me even more determined than ever to empower women across the world to not only chase after their dreams, but also build businesses that are going to light them up and that are going to give them freedom. So I feel like the universe in a way has rewarded me for pushing through, for being so resilient, for still going. And they've acknowledged that. And, you know, she said, okay, this this is your reward. Like Mm -hmm. you're doing incredible things in the world and we just want to acknowledge that. So we're making this happen now. That's amazing. I'm so proud of you. One last question then. What are you ready to call in for 2022? Whenever I say 2022, I just see 222 in my mind. Yes. Like It's got to be a powerful year of manifestation. Yes, it's got to be like a really magical, um, well, um, I, I just feel like it's going to be absolutely magical. I think what I'm calling in for next year is actually running events myself, but on like a, not a 10 person event, I mean, on a much bigger scale, Mm. like the type of event I used to attend two, three years ago that Boss Babe used to run, Mm -hmm. where there'd be rows and rows of, you know, women with goodie bags, speakers on stage. Like, I feel I'm I feel ready to step into that now. Yeah. And to bring incredible women like who all have a similar dream or a similar ambition to bring them all together to experience 
the power in like a live immersion event. So yeah, I'm calling in events and speaking on stage. Amazing. I can already see the vision. I can already see it happening. I can see pink power suits happening. (laughs) It's done. Oh, well, Maggie, thank you so much for joining me. I feel like the conversation isn't ending. You should probably just, if you're listening to this now and you really want to dive into this evening with us, just go on over to Maggie's podcast now and you can probably listen to my episode with her. Yeah, yeah. Well, if anyone for some reason, which I doubt it, doesn't know who you are or where they can find you, where should they reach out or connect with you? Oh, Instagram is my home. So just search for thinklikeaboss.co. And just follow me on Instagram. Amazing. And what's the name of your podcast if they want to go check that out? Oh, it's just called The Think Like a Boss. The Think Like a Boss podcast with Maggie Collette. Amazing. (laughs) Okay, we're going to go take a break and have some dinner now and drink our rosé. And thank you so much for joining us in this conversation. Um, It's really amazing to bring the listener into our little vortex. So thank you for being here with us. Thank you so much for having me. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, then it would absolutely mean the world to me if you could take a moment to leave a review because it really does make a difference. And I love, love, love receiving them. And then when you're about to go and submit your review, take a quick screenshot before you submit it and then come on and head over to my DMs on Instagram at girl underscore unfiltered and send me a screenshot of the review that you've left because I would love to personally thank you for that and send you a little gift to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. I also just want to remind you that I have a beautiful, powerful three-day free Money Magnet Bootcamp that I've just created for all of you. So if if you're ready to take some time as you head into the new year to really reflect on the new up-leveled money mindset that you want to bring into 2022, then this would be a great opportunity for you to start uncovering some of those hidden lingering money beliefs that may be holding you back. I'm going to drop the link to that in the show notes below. Each video is about 20 to 25 minutes long, so super digestible. And I'm really excited for you to dive into that too.